Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Thank you, everyone, for coming back to the Robert Patton Global Podcast. We are here with the UFC flyweight champion of the world, Brandon Marino. Thank you, sir, for coming. How you doing? Hey, man. I mean, that sounds amazing. Always when the guy uh, introduced me, sounds amazing. When the people say the flyweight champ, it's really good. <laughs> That's so oh, cool. It's, it's perfect. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I've been a big fan. You know, I watched you on the Ultimate Fighter when you were on that the show, and you just had like you're so fun and positive. I know everyone already tells you that, but uh, I just from me, it means a lot because you know this this podcast is about success in a lot of um, right. avenues, and a positive mental attitude is like one of the most important aspects of success. I don't know if you. Do you read any motivational self-help books or anything? Uh, I mean, like um, motivational books, something like no, no, no. To be honest, obviously, I love to to read some uh, books about different uh, themes, like I don't know, like philosophy, like uh, psychology, uh, psychologies, and um, right now, I'm I'm actually. I'm reading a book, uh, the name is Winning from uh, Tim Grover. It's an amazing book because uh, he, has an, uh, he has another um, a book, the name is Relentless, and that, yes. that book is really good. But this, in particular, this one, uh, Winning, talks about what happened after when you, you get your goals, right? Yes. So a lot of people uh, get, uh, got the, the goals and start to lose the 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 mentality, the yeah. passion, you know, yes. they think like everything is done, and, and man, that's not true, man. I mean, it's just the beginning, actually. Yeah, like with me and with Sheath, we're doing so well, but you got to keep going. It doesn't stop when you reach a certain number. It's like always improving forever. Man, and that, that's why actually it's so funny when the people. Ask, asking for some um, advice or something like that because it's like, hey man, no secrets here. And I think it's a little bit a, a cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true. I mean, no secrets here. It's just ha hard work. It's time, definitely. But the, you need to be really patient uh, in in this. You know, obviously you would shift uh, when you start. Uh, uh, when you try to start with something on the sport in. Whatever you wanted to do in this in this world. When you lost those couple of fights and and ended up out of the UFC, did you like how did you just stay positive or did you get negative at all? Like feel bad? Uh, man, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> I remember, uh. I remember, man, I remember when you know when UFC told me about they they released me from the company. I was very sad. And I had a lot of uh, negative thoughts in my mind in, in that moment. But, you know, I, you're, there is when the discipline is coming, you know, you, because I don't have any motivation to go to the gym, for example. But 
I try just to be very disciplined, wake up in the morning, eat my breakfast and go to the gym every single morning, even with all these bad moments in my life and try to be very resilient with my, with, you know, with my, with my life in that moment. That, that's it. And, and obviously it's very easy to meet just to talk about the, about this. Obviously the, the practice is, is different. It's very, very hard, but it is what it is. If you really want this, you need to keep going. That reminds me of Rocky Five or Rocky Four when he talks about it's like it's not how hard you can hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep fighting and get back up. And you know <laughs> I I love I love those movies. And yes, man, I mean I mean what can I say? I had I had a lot of bad moments in my life. Specifically specifically talking about my 2018 year. Man, that year for me in my my life was like bad, the worst year ever in my life. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the the life uh, hit me very, very uh, hard in that moment, and just it keep going, and, and and that's it. It's beautiful, though, right? It makes winning that much sweeter. Yeah, actually, I mean, a lot of people uh, told me when they uh, watch me, I don't know, in the street or you know. The people recognize me and like, man, I love your history, how you was released from the UFC and then you go back to the company and start to kill everybody there. You start to improve your skills. And man, I think that's why the people feel more uh, happy with my victory because my history is different. And obviously it was hard, but right now, you know, you, you say this before, like, you know, the flyweight side of the world, Sounds even better. That's amazing. And I know it, you know, I, I, lo I love Michael Bisping. We work with him and he has taken that championship and like turned it into, you know, a career outside of the UFC. And now yeah. that you're a champion, like you'll never not have been a champion. So forever you'll, ha you have that belt and you can part, you know, Whenever the tip went, like you're so young, you know, yeah. you, you still have 10 more years or five or seven more years. What do you, how how long do you want to fight? Oof, it's that, that is a really good question because I, I know I'm very young. Right now I'm 27 years old, but man, I'm starting this sport very young too, like at 12 years old. So imagine this, I, I mean, imagine all the sparring sessions, all the hard trainings, I mean, I, I'm 27 right now, but my, my, my body sometimes feels like, I don't know, 35 or 40, you know? I start to, <laughs> uh, to feel a lot of pain in my, in my legs, in my feet. So, I don't know, man, I mean, right now, 27, I don't know, maybe like four or five years more because I want to be healthy in the future for my family. I like, you know, I love Cowboy Cerrone, and we work with him, but he, like, maybe fought too soon, too much, and, and really broke down his body. And I like when you, sometimes just take a year, take a, you know, just you're the champ, relax. I know, I mean, and the people need to understand and for people like, like cowboy fighters, like cowboy, cowboy, those guys are warriors, definitely warriors. But sometimes it's very brave to, to know how is enough for somebody, right? I, you know, 
try to finish your career like in, on top or at least the most closer to the top you can. Um, because, you know, it's very sad when uh, a lot of fighters went to the fight and start to be knocked the, them out like every single fight. That, for me at least, that's too sad. <laughs> right, like, well, Henry Cejudo, he went yeah. out on top. I mean, Henry Cejudo, Javier, definitely, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, George St. Pierre. Yeah. Those guys, are they, those guys are legends because they finished uh, their careers on top, right? Uh, but I don't know. I mean, for, I don't, man, it's hard to me to say names, but I mean, Anderson Silva, Chucky Dale, those guys are legends to me. But it's a fact these guys finished their careers like not knowing the best, the place, right. the best place. Right. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I love watching you fight, especially that last fight was awesome. I was really excited when you won. But, like, you have this cool shoulder movement, you know? Like, you keep your <laughs> arms tucked in, and it just, it's really, like, by the book or whatever, you know, you, like, you must have a good coach and listen and, like, kind of just, you always seem to be in good form. And that's important. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a Mexican boxing style. Yeah. I tried a lot of different styles in my career, right? Uh, like a lot of uh, like switch stances, go sopa sometimes. But for for some fighters, that is not the correct style. And for me, be basic with my fundamentals is the best style ever. In, you know, in, in, right now. Uh, with my with my hands uh, uh, with my hands up, uh, very close with my guard, uh, with a really good foot footwork, right? Very basic but really good footwork, and that works for me. Maybe not for other fighters, but for me, it's the key of my victory right now. I meet my my boxing coach uh, Drift Cortez. Uh, he worked with a lot of uh, Mexican champions in the past. Right now, it's very focused on the mixed martial arts, boxing for mixed martial arts. And they gave me another another pers different perspective of the sport because a, a lot of guys say something like, now, man, I mean, just box, uh, traditional boxing is not working for MMA. But, man, if you know how to put all these uh, new skills in the mixed martial arts, you can make an, a huge, huge difference in your game. Yeah, you make it your own style, like Bruce yeah. Lee and Jeet Kune Do, and you take what works for you, and you get rid of what doesn't work, and this seems to be working, because you're putting it together nicely, your kicks, you had like some roundhouse kicks, and the stomach, which are pretty, I try to do that, and it's hard <laughs> to to put it in the right spot, you know? Okay. You know, but you... You, uh, you're a professional. <laughs> no, I mean, and the, at the end of the day, I'm a, uh, I have too much time doing this sport, right? Like kickboxing, throwing punches, and kicks. So that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm telling you. This, I mean, I I knew how to combine all this uh, classic boxing style with the mixed martial arts. Um, you know, with the kickboxing, with the Muay Thai, uh, how to throw uh, throw really hard kicks. So right now, my boxing, with my kicks, with my takedowns, even with my takedowns, you know, my footwork, my head movement, all this uh, combined together. And, you know, I have my own style and works so good with me. Yes, are you, I think you're starting a fighting organization, right? Like a Sorry? 
You're fighting, uh, starting a fighting organization, like a league in Tijuana, or, or no? Uh, maybe, I mean, in the future. Not right now, oh. because I want to be really, really focused in yes. my professional career, right? But, yeah. you know, I have a lot of plans in the future. That's why I told you I want to go out in this sport, like, not very old, because I want to I wanna have a lot of energy to enjoy my family, to make some business, you know? Uh, and, you know, a professional promotion in the future can be uh, a, a really huge option for me. Uh, and I, I'm excited because I, I think in Mexico, for example, we need we need more promotion, more uh, spots where the Mexican fighters can show all these skills, all, all, all their skills to prove we are really good in, in combat sports, not just not just boxing. I mean, uh, mixed martial arts too. And boxing for sure. That that fighter spirit, that warrior spirit, exactly. it I think it translates into any fighting uh, style, you know. And it's just like the tough people, hardworking, love that that Mexican culture because it's um, it's not appreciated enough, honestly, in America. They're, it's like Mexico's right there. They're the hardest working people that come to America and do all this stuff. And uh, it's you know my family's half of it is Mexican, and so I'm oh, nice. slightly biased. But from where? Texas, Laredo, South Texas. Ah, uh, really? Actually, my wife is. She's from Laredo. Yeah, yeah. My family, McAllen, Laredo, really? okay. and uh, we had just like my ancestors. I did that ancestry.com, and they're from like that whole territory. And it was hot, desert. You got to be tough to survive <laughs> in that area. But also, you know, like you said, it's right there. Well, you didn't say that, but. You know, Mexico, it's, it's right there. And so to have that incorporated into, you know, what we have going on in America, it would be just so easy to just, like, push everything down. And uh, because it, uh, it's just like there's this border. It's just like this imaginary border that everything stops. And there's Mexico where it's not America. But we're all the same. And it's like it should just be, like, one, maybe. I don't want to get political. <laughs> I know. No, it's fine. I mean, for me, for example, I'm from Tijuana. Yeah. Tijuana, Mexico I, is the border with uh, California. I've been there. Uh, with San Diego. Yes. Yeah. So I grew up in a city where you can get the, the best of two worlds, right? I, I get the best. Uh, I got the best things from, you know, from the United States and the best things from my from my country, from Mexico. So we have all these amazing traditions, all the Mexican experience, the, uh, the hard work, and at the same time, all the best things from the United States. So, I mean, uh, that, talking about uh, uh, geographic position, uh, I, ha I had a really good opportunities. That's, that is, that is uh, a fact in my life. So, yeah, I think that combination uh, was good for me. Yeah, I mean, it's right there. I used to go, I lived in Orange County, and I, we would oh, really? drive down at one point, and uh, we would drive down, and a lot of people drive down there to party, you know? I, I know, man. I mean, Tijuana is, <laughs> is very famous for the nightlife, because yeah. they, Tijuana has a lot of, uh, like, nightclubs and that stuff, um, <laughs> and it's crazy. We have a lot of tourists from, from the United States. Yeah, I remember, like, 
you know, like when you go down and you come back and kids are selling you chiclets and whatnot. That was a long time ago. I don't know if they still do that. <laughs> do they still sell chiclets or no? No? I can't imagine, bro. I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. You're doing really good with your English. Do you, I mean, do you use like an app or anything? Not really. Sometimes I I'm, I I try to use Duolingo, but yeah, same here. To me, yes, was better just go to the war, just try to talk with the people. Yeah, I I was in the, the Ultimate Fighter season twenty two in two thousand sixteen, and in that moment my English was like very very bad and was so frustrated in my life to try to talk with my my partners in the house in the tube house and anybody understand nothing about my words and what i was very frustrated in that moment so after that i tried to learn a lot a lot of in, uh, english and just go to the war try to talk with the with the guys uh, sometimes the guys put uh, a, a poker face because they don't understand <laughs> nothing of my words but i started to i started to get more confidence in my language and I'm here. Watch me now. Uh, I can speak with you like very well. I, I know absolutely one hundred percent. No, but yeah. I, can, I can have a conversation, a nice conversation with you, bro. A hundred percent. Yeah, I'm doing Duolingo and I'm practicing Spanish and I'm just working my way down. And but yeah. you really, like you said, you got to get. I got. I need to go to Mexico or somewhere where it's in, in bed. Ah, like, actually, uh, I'm sorry, but actually that helped me too much because I went to. A lot of uh, places in the United States, like uh, Arizona, uh, Los Angeles, Dem uh, Denver, uh, you know, like uh, really uh, American places, and where they just speak English, never, uh, never Spanish, and you know, what's hard, uh, but you know, my language is better now. Yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, you're doing great. I think it's smart because, like, um, Charles Oliveira doesn't speak English, and it hurts him in his popularity. And like, because he's the champion too, right? And but he's not as popular as you, to in my opinion, uh, and just because of that. Man, you know, speak to uh, to language was so important in my career because. Actually, I mean, it's crazy. Right now, in my social media, I, I, in my in my graphics, I have more uh, fans from United States than Mexico, for instance. Yeah, so it's it's not Joe Rogan. All right, all right. <laughs> you want to? Do you want to go on his show? Maybe in the future. You never know. Yeah, I think. I mean, that, it's always good for publicity to go on Joe Rogan, right? Actually, right. But I mean, you know, the conversation is good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. I try. It's just a, I call it a hang. We're like hanging out. We're just uh, we've never really met other yeah. than that one time you called, which was really cool when <laughs> you Facetimed me with Jacob. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to Jacob. Shout out to Jacob Parga. Yeah, he came on here too. You know. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I've had best. I had James Krause. Have you worked with him? Yes, I mean no, I mean Jason, Jason, uh, James Krause is really good. He's so good. Like yeah. as a coach, he keeps all his fighters keep winning. Seems like. Actually, he he took a, a, a really good advantage advantage in this pandemic. He like uh, putting a lot of guys in the events, you know, in 2020. Um, yeah, he's a, a hard worker guy. 
this podcast is brought to you by ohanakavabar.com. Now, ohana means family, but what is kava? Kava is a root from the South Pacific. It makes you calm and happy. Just go to ohanakavabar.com. Choose your favorite brew. They have many to choose from with more on the way. And I personally like the tincture. It tastes good. It gets you quick and you're calm and relaxed in a moment. It cools and calms the nerves. And I think you'll like it. Let them know we sent you. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors and support this company. So go to ohanakababar.com. Use promo code SHEATH. You're going to love it. doesn't taste that great. But chase it with a nice pineapple. You will not be disappointed. Trust me on that. Ohanakababar.com. Ohana's family. Use promo code SHEATH. You're welcome. Last but not least, SHEATHUNDERWEAR.com. The greatest underwear on the planet. The underwear of legends. The underwear that keeps your balls from sticking to your legs. That's right. This is the best underwear because it keeps your boys cool. Check out sheathunderwear.com. Back to the show. Okay, so we were talking about, just to back it up, we were talking about learning two languages. Definitely advise that to anyone because it's just good for your brain to learn like a new instrument, learn art, painting, learning new languages, fighting, martial arts, these types of different, you're working different parts of your brain and it just makes you a more well-rounded individual. Um, so you have that, it's just, it's a little like life hack, a biohack. You're, you're literally smarter when you learn another language. So Kudos to you for that. How did, how did you, you said you started fighting when you were 12. I mean, I'm started training at 12 years old. I started in mixed martial arts at 12. Why? I, I had an, uh, an, a long uh, amateur career. But why did you start? I mean, I started mixed martial arts in general. Then I'm, I started to compete in, in kickboxing, amateur kickboxing. I had a lot of um, jiu-jitsu tournaments. And, uh, you know, then a lot of mixed martial arts uh, amateur fights. Well, because I wanted to be in the NBA. You know, I played oh, basketball I mean, when okay. I was young. And I just, I, I wanted, did you always know you wanted to be a professional fighter? Or why would you start fighting? No. Your parents? I'm maybe? start. I'm start in, in mixed martial arts. You know, I'm starting uh, doing something in the sports because I was like, like tired to be just in my house eating bad food. I was a chubby kid when I was young, so I did uh -huh. in my life, right? So I went to the mixed uh, to the uh, uh, to the MMA. I'm start to train and literal. I'm start to love the sport. Obviously, obviously in that specific moment. I don't knew nothing about my future, right? Like, like uh, be a professional fighter or something like that. But with the pass of the time, I, you know, I started to know a little bit about, about my future. Like, huh, maybe this can be a possibility in my life. And when I, I had uh, 17 years old, uh, I went to uh, an, a professional. I, I had my, my first professional fight. I, you know, just 17 years uh, uh, old. I was a kid, literal, 
and my parents needed to sign a and a letter for the for the uh, Mexican Commission of, of Tijuana to give me the the uh, their permission to fight. Um, I I fought against a guy from uh, California from San Diego, and I and I won that fight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that you know I have a lot of fighters like that moment when you win, like right when you win, it's like if you could capture the feeling in a bottle of like that you just won, you know? And um, I, th I think that's something that we all strive for in our professions, whatever it might be, if you're acting okay. or a comedian or whatever. And I, so for the success, like one of the things I do is visualize, you know, I like visualize, I, I want to give speeches to bit large crowds and, and motivate them and tell them like, kind of like they could do it type thing. But do you ever do, did you ever do any visualizing? Every day, uh, man. Okay. I think more when I'm in, in my, tra in my training camp, maybe not right now, but when I'm in training camp, I'm trying to visualize every single day. Uh, that moment when I'm going to the arena, uh, what I want to dress that night, uh, you know, to wear uh, that night, uh, my arrival to the, you know, to the to the locker room, uh, my my walk into the octagon. I try to visualize everything. Nice. And for example, using my last fight, all the experts, all the uh, the MMA media, all the journalists was talking about, you know, Figueiredo, all this guy was amazing, you know, the, the god of war. I understand that, you the know. God of war. The guy was... <laughs> He's the tough. Guy, the, the guy is really good. He's scary looking. But the most impor important thing for me was to believe in myself, you know. Yes. You know, I'm the best and everybody can say uh, whatever they want, but in my mind, in my body, in every single place in my body i'm the best and that said i'm the i'm the best in th in that in that octagon i mean you saw my last fight i put i wa was all to total domination of Figueiredo. and right now actually the guy is trying to get the trial the trilogy and i understand but they don't have any argument you know to get the the immediately rematch i i dominate him on the ground on the feet with my striking with my uh, you know you know with my grappling with man with everything so obviously i'm open to fight against him in the, against him in the future again but i think he needs to to fight a, another different fight to deserve a, a, an agreement against me um, what if he fought Benoja to, and then man, the winner of that fight fought yes, you man, i want to fight I mean, I, right now I don't have nothing official, you know. I don't have an, any fighter. I don't have an, a contract from the UFC. Uh, we are uh, um, my, you know, Iridium Sports, my my management, uh, and and I we try we are trying to get uh, the the next fight, uh, but we don't have nothing official yet. It can be Pantoja, it can be Figueroa, it can be whatever they want. Um, I know, but those two could fight if those yeah, two fought. I mean, Pantoja tried to get the fight. I'm open to fight against him. And yeah. I, 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 obviously, the people know the history. He beat he beat me twice before, um, but I really believe I'm not different fighter right now. I mean, nothing like in comparison than the, that fighter in 2018. Yes. And man, I'm ready. I don't care. I don't care if his abilities. I don't care Figueiredo. I don't care Pantoja. Man, I, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to to 
to defend my title because I'm hungrier than ever, man. I love that. I love that winning and because uh, you got to keep it. You know, you got to just stay, keep that winning mentality and never, I, and, you know, having that confidence. I know I, I mentioned this like, like two times in different podcasts, but when uh, Rose Namajunas beat uh, Zhang Wei Li, she was saying, I'm the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. And then she went out and dominated. I love that. Yes, man. I mean, I, I was saying the same, obviously, in Spanish. In, in <laughs> Spanish is, um, soy el mejor. I am the best. Uh, but yes, man, everything was my mind. My mind in that moment was on point. Soy el mejor. Soy el Soy mejor. el mejor. Soy el mejor. Eso es. Eso. Soy, es Soy el mejor. Soy el mejor. I'm the best. Soy yes. is I'm. I am, yeah. And I'm L the is the, and then mejor, best. Nice. Okay. <laughs> um, but, well, I've talked to other fighters and like Raquel Pennington, for instance, uh, we, I, I interviewed her and she okay. doesn't, she doesn't do that. Like visualizing every, she, it's just different. Like saying you're the best and you're the best and you're the best. I feel like you want to think that like, just go for the win, you know, visualize your hands being raised at the end and Bruce buffers saying, and still champion, you know, flyweight champion, Brandon Marino, like, because in the books I read, you don't have to visual. You just have to visualize the ending, the very end. Yeah. You winning, and everything else work somehow works itself out. Uh, in the book, it's just these books I read, and it seems to be working for me and for you and uh, a lot of the six, the most successful people in the world out throughout history talk about this visualizing, and that's why I I try to teach that to the people watching it's like it's very important that part of it is so important just visualizing you know and then the action afterwards man i mean to me it's not just the end it's try to visualize I mean, again it tries to visualize everything like every single moment that i like it that day when i wake up in the morning and i try to to do my activation uh, you know, in the hotel, try to hit some meets with my with my coach, then uh, rest a little bit, try to read some book. I I, I did that before, uh, in the last fight. Uh, I did my uh, I ate my uh, breakfast, then I did my reactivation with my coach, hitting some meets. Then uh, I start uh, I start I start to rest again, uh, reading uh, read some book, and you know, waiting for for the fight. You know, uh, my my Estelis, uh, Elliot uh, went to my hotel room and started to uh, fix my hair and, uh, you know, uh, give me my suit for, for the arena and everything. And before that, I tried to visualize all, all these moments, you know, uh, with my put, with, with my suit, sorry, uh, going to the, to the bus, going to the arena, the freeway, the cars. Man, everything for me is everything. Every single okay, moment. okay. I like that. The more detailed, the better. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, see everything, and I like that. I, I right on. Well, you're the <laughs> champion, so I'm gonna listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Because you did it, and it started. It's kind of like it starts in your mind. You know, with an idea. A lot of people 
have ideas to become, you know, they want to become an entrepreneur or like a businessman, but then they don't do the thing. Yeah. You got to I mean, like. I mean, in just, uh, 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 just one more. Uh, yes. When, in that moment when I'm in the locker room, there I'm just imagining the end. There I, you know, I'm in the locker room. I want to be everybody quiet and I'm, you know, along with my mind, just thinking, thinking about the end, thinking about how to finish the fight, maybe knockout, maybe submission, you know, maybe decision. I don't know. I just trying to imagine me with the, with my, with my hand uh, up and that's it. <laughs> I love it. It worked. It worked. And you are the champion. I love that. I, um, just like the so you haven't you haven't had a chance to defend it you know so that's going to be they say like that's the true test or whatever but as long as you have that mentality i think you'll you're on the right track personally what do you, you said you every you know what do you eat for breakfast i know that's, that might be a weird question but the breakfast the breakfast before the fight you know that day yeah every well and most days <laughs> so Right now, uh, UFC has an amazing uh, food program. Uh, you know, with the they are working with the in the Performance Institute, and they give us uh, uh, all the, the the meals, the bread meals uh, during during all five week. And you know, the breakfast uh, in the in that day, you know, before the before the fight, is a, a kind of uh, red pancakes with a a special, a special ingredient. I don't remember the name, the name uh -huh. to be honest. But that ingredient gives you a lot of energy. You know, during, wow. during the day. You know, is that is you know eggs, pancakes, and that's it. You're, and then you get something, something more in the afternoon. And um, I don't have a, I don't have more food until uh, you know after the fight. So it's just my breakfast. Uh, my lunch, maybe some some snack before the fight, and that's it. Okay, that's that helps having them giving you your meals, so you have like this. Uh, it's like scientists probably designing the meals for you. Of course, man, and man, that helps too much because you don't have any any um, problem trying to get another different uh, food. Uh, you know, in the city, because sometimes it's like, oh man, I'm in, in I'm in, uh, I don't know, I'm in Nashville fighting there. I don't know the city, and I I need to find some place, uh, a healthy place to eat something. And sometimes the place is not really healthy, and you have uh, problems in your stomach. It's a real problem, man. But right now, you know, with UFC, they, they give you all the the prep meals. Uh, that problem is not more is not more in your life. It's not. That's great. Yeah. I like diet is so important. And especially when you're fighting a game of like inches, when it's like the tiniest little difference will make a difference. And it might be that he ate a hamburger and you ate fish and he's moving that fraction of a second slower because hamburger is not as good as, you know, whatever they're making for you there. I, you know, I was in the army and I went to basic training okay. and they had two lines of food 
one was fast food, burgers, French fries, hot dogs, corn dogs, and one was like fish and white rice and white eggs and like salad and all the good stuff. And I, I never ate from the fast food line. And my, long story short, I won the physical fitness challenge at the end of basic training for the army because of discipline and just eating right. And then, you know, the working out part. It's it's easier too when you eat right, you know, to work out. And maybe sometimes you 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 can't see the difference, but a lot of people uh, eat bad, and during during the, uh, uh, his day they feeling bad, and, and yeah. they don't even know that. But when you start to eat exactly. well, you start to feel with energy, with a with a better uh, energy, right? Um, and that's amazing. And just uh, and then you start to see the difference. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's all these little things: the positive attitude, the discipline, the visualizing, the diet, the it's who you surround yourself with. Do you? I mean, you're you're. I imagine you're just with your family a lot. How's that? The wife and the kids. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, it's hard to me uh, to spend too much time with them because all day I'm training or doing interviews or something like that. But I'm trying to put a lot of uh, good energy when I'm with them, right? With my daughters, with my wife, trying to, to talk about the day, you know, my, my daughter going to the school, what happened in the school that day, what you eat there, and my wife, what you did there today, you know? I'm trying to, to spend really good time with them when I'm, when I'm in the house, because right now it's hard, you know, training all day, like, five, six hour training or, you know, doing interviews or going to some place for, uh, I don't know, a photo shoot or something like that. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's part of the success. And uh, I know me, I'm trying to pay the, 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 to pay the price right now to the future build and, you know, my brand and be a little bit more uh, relaxed with that. Obviously, I'm a hard worker. I know when I'm, for example, retired of my professional career, I'll, I, I'll, I will try to do something more. But um, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to pay the price right now. How many interviews have you, do you think you've given since you won? Like a thousand? I mean, <laughs> man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But um, right now, I'm fine because I'm the... You know, uh, I start to to to, to do a less interviews in my day, but I mean, for example, after the fight, you know, like the first two weeks after, I'm like two, three, through two or three interviews per day, uh, okay. and yeah, it was hard. <laughs> Have you talked to Ariel? Did you do Ariel Hawani? Um, actually, no. I I, I talked with him, with him before. But no, after the fight. Okay, yeah, he just went back to his show. I, I love, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watch all the MMA guys, and he's he's pretty he's fun. I like him. No, he's he's uh, he's a nice guy, but may, maybe in the future we can talk him. Do you want to fight Jake Paul? Not really. <laughs> I'm just he's kidding. a huge guy. <laughs> or maybe yes. I mean, if he gives me two millions. Like Tyron Woodley, I can fight against him by now. <laughs> yeah, that's been fun. I was, I, I like all the 
the antics. You don't really have to do that though. You don't have to talk a bunch of shit. You just people just like you. So that's good. It's a new era. It's a new era, Robert. I mean, is the is the is I'm trying to be to make uh, the nice people the new fashion, right? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and that works because they is. There's different ways to promote yourself. I mean, you. Yeah. I like the bad guys. You got because I think you have to have the bad guys, and then you have to have the good guys, and then the good guys beat the bad guys. You know what? It's it's just to be real. If you're a bad guy, I mean, you need to be real in that on that, right? Yeah. Because I mean, I I know I'm not a bad guy, and the people know that. You know, I'm just trying yeah. to be real. Exactly. Um, for me, be real is just to be nice with the people, be educated, be very kind, be humble. Uh, and that's it. Uh, the people recognize that. I love it. Yeah, because I, I know when Figueredo was champion, he was walking around with the sunglasses and he was fucking all badass. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, he looked cool. It looks cool, but you look cool. But You're man, doing... I, I, I'm going going again with that. The people recognize real, and the people recognize fake too, man. Yeah, your That's social media is like, are you over? A, are you at two million yet? I know you were at like one point one last time I checked. Oh my, your, my, my social media is yeah. like one million, something like that. You know? Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. I mean, you know, we're talking about uh, against about the again about the language, about to be real, about it's it's all the combination, right? Yeah, I mean, so you went from. I'm a, I'm a sen I'm imagining relatively broke to now people pay you you know like tens of thousands of dollars probably to promote their product. That's probably pretty cool. Yeah, I mean uh, again, 2018 I was almost broke. I mean I, you know I was broke in that in in that yeah. moment. Like so far, yeah, of course yes. You know, trying to get my, you know the, uh, trying to pay the school of my of my daughter because in that in that time. My daughter was in a private school in Mexico, in Tijuana. So I tried to get money for that, tried, you know, pay bills, all that stuff. And that moment was broke, man, but just, just keep working, discipline, sacrifice, just keep fo going forward. And yes, man, right now I'm, I'm getting all the, all the rewards of the, the hard work and the dedications. Well, yes, you are. And, and, and as a fan, it's fun to watch. It's an honor to have you have come on to the Robert Patton Global Global Podcast. Nice. I'm not. I'm not going to take any more of your time. I know you're traveling. You're with your family. You, uh, it was very four, generous. Four, four more hours to on the, uh, to Vegas. So right. easy money. <laughs> no problem. Too easy. Yeah. Too easy. Thank you so much, man, for the invitation. It was nice to talk with you. It's nice, and I'll see you uh, in like two and um, ten weeks, days. Right? So, yeah, two weeks. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. So for the photo shoot, I'm excited, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I like your new tattoo. So we'll. Man, it's uh, awesome. Actually, I, I love my new tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you again. I'll let you go, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Of course, man. Thank you so much, man. Have a nice day. Thank you. Peace. Bye, Bye Brandon. <laughs>